one you want. It's all I want to be. So come on, Spears, you make a move on me tonight. I might sing that to ONJ when oh, I talk God. to her. Click. <laughs> <laughs> Hello? <laughs> Travel back in time to the 80s. Reliving the advice. Carpe diem. Seize the day. The comebacks. Why don't you take a picture? It'll last longer. Uh-huh. And the technology. Are you telling me you built a time machine? Out of a DeLorean? Because just like you, we're stuck in the 80s. Can you say stuck in the 80s? Steve, I dared to go there. Ho, ho, ho. Calm down there, buddy. Hey, hey, it's Steve Spears with TampaBay.com. And today, our epic interview with Olivia Newton-John. Danny, is this the end? Of course not. It's only the beginning. Sean Daly cannot stay inside his skin. I know. I'm, I'm, I'm jumping out of this joint. I can hear my heartbeat in the headphones. That's not good. I can That's do th- not a sign of health. You know what, though? I hear that, too, but that could be the bologna hoagie I had <laughs> for breakfast. Bologna hoagie. Yes, mm. we are actually waiting on her phone call right now, and we want to get some of our, our juices flowing, so to speak. <laughs> I'm wearing my ill-fitting tough skins from 1978. I have my OP, uh, I have my OP beach shorts on. <laughs> Yuck. Mm, with Velcro in the front. <laughs> Careful now. And uh, so we're here... She plays March 3rd in Clearwater at Ruth Eckert Hall, the home of the 80s. Have you ever interviewed someone before that you, you lusted for as a young man? Uh, yeah. I guess Martha Quinn. Martha Quinn, uh, Molly Ringwald. Yeah, Quinn was like a friend, you know? I never lusted that You know who Quinn, Quinn no was? Offense, Martha. Qu- Quinn was like your ba- your, the slightly older babysitter, the wiser, you know, uh, but slightly dirty babysitter that you really lusted after, but you knew you'd never get. I was kind of a as a kid. You would never think that because I'm so macho now. But so whenever my, my slightly dirty babysitters were like smoking on the steps, I would cry like, you know, we were all going to jail or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> I would, you know. I wouldn't. I'd tell on them to my parents. That's nice. You yeah. were like a kid, I, yeah, weren't you? Yeah, I really was. <laughs> it's good you grew out of that. Mini, I was worried. But you don't have to be worried today because Olivia Newton-John is here and she will absolve you of all your sins. I was listening to her greatest hits on the way in to work and I was totally getting amped. Totally getting amped. And so I throw it to you, my friend. Real quick, give me your five favorite Olivia Newton-John songs. Real oh, that, quick. That's easy. Top of your head. Uh, number five, I, I have to go with Physical, even though... Uh, you love the video? Oh, I love the video. And, uh, you know, the song can be kind of irritating at times, but it's, it's a time capsule, man. It's like, you know, you're right back in 1981. Whoa, this is heavy. There's that word again, heavy. Why are things so heavy in the future? Is there a problem with the Earth's gravitational pull? Number four, uh, heart attack. <laughs> Ironically. I know. Yeah, heart attack. I, we should tell people, too, that you drank like this 18-gallon energy drink. Yeah. If my doctor found out about that, and I was I'm just out of get the adrenaline. I shot know. I was just like at my doctor yesterday. And he's like, he's like, your uh, blood pressure is a bit out of control. Is there something I should know? I'm like, well, I'm talking to Olivia Newton-John tomorrow, and he's like, okay, no problem. Yeah, you're totally gonna. He let me off. You're gonna seize up. I think halfway <laughs> yeah. through the interview, <laughs> I'm coming for you. <laughs> Number three, um, even though the movie stunk that disappeared in, um, I love Twist of Fate. I like Twist of Fate. Oh God, it gets tough when you get down to the number two. Can we just kind of say that Xanadu? Kind of like 
reigns, yes. a, reigns above all, yes. right? Yeah. So I don't have to pick mighty. Xanadu? No, you don't have to pick Xanadu. Okay, but I am going to pick... My last two songs are going to be from Xanadu. Number two, Suddenly. With Sir Cliff Richard. Yeah. Yes. God. It's kind of I just want to go roller that's skating right. every time I hear this song. I love Olivia. I was going to bust on you for that, but that's okay. And what's your number one? Oh, uh, it's easy. It's magic. You have to I wish Olivia would get uh, do something with uh, Jeff Lynn again from ELO. I was just going to write something in the blog the other day about how I wish ELO would get back together and tour. It's basically just Jeff Lynn, though. Yeah. Well, no, guys. the band the band has a separate project called ELO Part Two, and they actually played last year. They, they did like a little mini tour over in the UK, but without Jeff Lynn. And then Jeff Lynn last toured in two thousand one. But that album, that Xanadu soundtrack is unbelievable. Do you, do you think ELO Part Two can afford like the really high tech light show? No. And now they just got some roadies with like cool flashlights. Yeah, on Come on, shake the flashlights faster. <laughs> and then they lower a VW bug over them. <laughs> yeah, all right. All right, you want to hear mine? Yeah, fire away. All right, here you go. Number five, hopelessly devoted to you. Oh. I love it. Love it. I don't know how many times as a young kid I, I would stare in my mirror and sing that song. To yourself? Yes. That's very creepy. Uh, number four, uh, have you never been mellow? You totally ignored her country roots. I don't like country. Number three, an obscure duet with David Foster called The Best of Me. And all the ONJ fans right now are going, yeah. Well, how did I forget that? Let's embrace. Do, yeah. I wish you were sitting there. I wish you, we were together for this. We're a little too sweaty hands. today. We are. This, so, this energy drink is going straight to so, my, 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 my Gatorade. My, I'm like a Gatorade commercial right now. Is it in you? <laughs> yes, it is. My terry cloth underwear is not doing its job. Uh, number two, I, a little more love. Will a little more love make you? You like that? See how I hit the high with notes? A little more love going to save the and world. Number one chicka, with chicka. a bullet, baby. Make a move on me. Let's hear it. I might sing that to ONJ when I talk to her. Click. (laughs) (laughs) Hello? (laughs) Anyway, so there you go. It's a lot of good songs. And we left out tons. Yeah. Please, mister, please. I don't need to hear that again. I just think me singing it or her singing it? Either. You know what I think of? I think of uh, Kathy Bates singing it in the movie Primary Colors. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. I know. I gotta say, I've never thought of that. Sadly, that's all I think about. Yeah. So she's got a lot of stuff going on. You might go meet her when yeah. she's in town. Yeah, they're saying that there's a pretty I, good I get chance. doinked out of that invite. You could come. I might go to that. I wanna, if I you can spring her. yourself free from the FF and your tree-cutting adventures, then maybe you can come with me to Ruth Eckerd, and then afterwards we get some wings. And I'm also a little uh, ticked off because Olivia has a benefit album out with some of her pals like Keith Urban and your buddy Cliff Richard, and they sent two copies to us. Yeah. And I, t- I open the package, yes. and I'm like, oh, they sent us two, and I just give you one, yes. not willy-nilly, and then I realize that mine is still sealed in the plastic, and yours has a friggin' autograph on it. 
And that it even sucked. says Spearsy on it. <laughs> <laughs> that sucked. I'm going to steal that. I've already hidden it. It's gone. <laughs> no, You'll never I, I see that ever again. It's right up there with Curious. my Pete Byrne uh, Naked Eyes CD that I got from him backstage. Ah, there's the phone. No, so here we go. It. I can't do it. No. Come on. Keep it All in control. Right. All right. Here we go. Olivia Newton-John. Hey, listen, thanks for talking to us today. I'm the, uh, my name's Sean. I'm the music critic here. Uh, Steve, oh, hi, Sean. Steve Spears is an editor with TampaBay.com. Great. And uh, this is basically like the highlight of our lives talking to you. Oh, <laughs> right. So it is. Hey, listen, so you have a big show coming up at Ruth Eckerd Hall in Clearwater on March 3rd. Yes. And we want to talk about your benefit album. But, yes. for, but first of all, I, for 30 years, I've wanted to ask you a question. Okay. Yes. When you made Grease... Yes. Were you, in reality, were you more good Sandy or bad Sandy? Oh, I'm not telling you that. Come one. on, please. <laughs> I think, you know, it's interesting because when I first, you know, read the script and I realized I had to do both those characters, I was really nervous about, about the second character, Sandy, too, as I call her, because I never really played any roles like that. But it was interesting, once I got the clothes on... It just came naturally. <laughs> the leather pants. Yeah, I guess so. And the high heels and the whole thing. It was really, I had a ball with it. So much fun. Sandy. Tell me about it. Stud. Now, Hugh Jackman on the uh, Oscars the other night said that the musicals are back in Hollywood. Does that mean that we could hope to see you back in musicals in Hollywood? Goodness, that would be that would be fun. Um, <laughs> I don't know, but that would be wonderful. I was really thrilled because he did "You're the One That I Want" with Beyonce. Oh yeah, yeah, that's yeah right. it was really cool. And I was sitting with John Farrow, who wrote it, so that was a, a highlight for us. That's cool. Uh, one of uh, when we said we were going to be interviewing you, a bunch of your fans uh, hit us with lots of emails, and somebody said they were making "Mamma Mia" too, really? and that and that you would be perfect. To do Mamma Mia too. That now the musical's back, we got to get uh, Olivia Newton-John back too. If oh, somebody, that's very sweet. Some- I don't know if they are doing it, but um, <laughs> that was a great musical. Going back to Greece a bit, do you ever keep in touch with John Travolta? Yes, yes, I do with friends. We, we have a wonderful friendship going back a long way, and we'll always have that. And, you know, he's a wonderful man. Hey, uh, Olivia, I wanted to ask, you started as um, kind of a country star, and then you became the biggest pop star... Uh, on the planet, and then with your later work uh, lately, you're getting kind of back into that uh, rootsy sound again. I yeah, was... I'm going. I'm going actually more into healing kind of music. Um, my last album, well, I think the the one you probably heard recently, Celebration Song, which I did for my hospital as a fundraiser when I walked the Great Wall of China. But before that, I did a CD called Grace and Gratitude. That was um, a healing CD, and uh, really love doing that kind of music, and would like to do more of that. Uh, now, when people go to your show and they want to hear the hits, are you kind of, um, have you reworked them to, to this, this newer sound, or do you still give them, like, physical, straight-up physical? I still, you know, I, I, I do a little bit of both, but basically I don't change things much, because I remember when I was a young girl and I went to see one of my favorite singers, and I wanted to... Um, I wanted to hear the songs the way that I remembered them, and she changed them, or she didn't do them at all, and I thought... Gosh, if I'm ever lucky enough to be, um, you know, that successful, I'll, I'll remember to do my songs, to do them, and to do them the way they want to hear them. Do uh, who is that singer? Come on! I'm not telling. Come on, <laughs>
we're going to be in the audience there on March 3rd in Clearwater, but I want to know ahead of time, what song in your set are you going to sing? That's, that, what song do you normally sing in their set that really gets the people like on their feet, that they just really explode when they hear it? Well, usually the Grease songs, you know, and the country songs, actually. The country, the country songs seem to go back in people's memories really well, and there seems to be a pretty strong contingent of country fans that come to the show. So the really old ones, like Let Me Be There and If You Love Me and... Please, Mr. Um, and the grease things are probably the ones that get the biggest reaction. Now, now, please tell me that you have at least one or two songs from Xanadu in the set list. Oh, of course, I do. <laughs> of course, I love those songs. I've had that. I've had that album on vinyl, cassette, and twice now on DVD. Oh, really? I love it. I know. I word for word. You'll be. You'll see me. <laughs> you'll see me there in row N. I, I can along. remember the words by watching your lips. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can honestly say, Olivia, that with Xanadu, it was the first movie I saw where I, I realized I was a, you know I was a pretty young kid, but I saw that and I realized that you know what, girls are really cool. <laughs> so thank you for ushering me into manhood via celluloid. Oh, that's lovely. Thank you. Do you ever keep in touch with Jeff Lynn? I mean, the stuff you did on Xanadu was so amazing. No, you know, I have, don't think I've seen him since. Um, we kind of live in different countries, and my paths haven't crossed again. But he's an incredibly talented man. You know, I was singing uh, Make a Move on Me, which is my favorite song by you. And I was trying to sing it in the car this morning. And, of course, I couldn't. And I was hurting myself trying to hit those high notes. And then I realized that I don't even know if Mariah Carey can hit those high notes. I mean, a song like that, do you have to rework it? Or can you still nail that thing? I'm not sure I'm even doing that one. Oh, in this set. I did it in my coming. last concert tour, but I'm not sure I'm doing it this one. Now I have to go to my, I'm going to rehearsal after I talk to you. And I have to say, oh, you've got to do Make a Move on Me for the third March. <laughs> Hey, uh, uh, my uh, my mom just uh, uh, battled and fought breast cancer. And, oh, how's uh, she doing? Uh, she's doing very well. She's oh, doing good. very well. She had the surgery done at Johns Hopkins in uh, in Baltimore. Uh huh. the Susan Komen. Uh, they have a foundation there. But I know this is obviously a topic very special to your heart. Tell us about a bit about the is it the the Live Aid? Uh, you have the the breast exam and you have the cancer center. Tell yes, us a little I've bit got about some that. wonderful things going. Um, the Live Aid is a, a breast self-examination tool for women, really, just to help them find lumps more easily. It's a very, very simple device. It's a pretty little heart shape that I designed, and um, it's like a little soft um, non-polyurethane non bag that accentuates your touch, so if there are any changes in their breasts, women can find it more easily. So it's really kind of uh, an adjunct to, it, to everything else you do. You should have your mammograms and your doctor checkups, but this is something you should do on a monthly basis and um, be in touch with your own health and your own breast health. And that's something I've been... My dream is that every woman should have one of these eventually be given to her by somebody. And it's um, done very well. Curves gave away a million of them already this, um, this last year. We, uh, I walked the Great Wall of China for three weeks wow. last April to raise money for my cancer and wellness center in Australia, which will bear my name, the ONJ Cancer and Wellness Center. I'm very, I'm very excited about that. And I've been fundraising for that for five years. And um, it's going to be a state-of-the-art uh, new cancer hospital with a wonderful research arm called the Ludwig Institute, which is a worldwide research institute. They have about 17 other research wings around the world. And my dream, which is to have a wellness center on the grounds of the hospital where people can 
you treat it body, mind, and spirit. You know, you, you, when you're in the hospital, they treat your body, but your mind and your spirit are just as important in your healing. So that's been my dream to create that. Now, when you, Sorry about that. That was a bit of a mouthful there. No, no, that's okay. Now, will you have like a booth at your concert or any sort of information for people to pick um, up? You know, I don't think so, but people can go online um, to live.com and find out about the Live Aid and to my website, which I think is a little... Newton.com, right. Yeah, and then also I'm, I'm very in, involved with a group called ASEA. Um, I just got married eight months ago. Congratulations. Thank you so much to a wonderful man who has a company called Amazon Herb, and they bring herbs in the Amazon rainforest um, and has been doing that for many years and helping the people of the rainforest with his, with his products and with the sale of his products. So we teamed up with a group called ASEA, which is the Amazonian Center of Educational and Environmental Research, and um, they help educate the children of the Amazon as to the um, importance of the rainforest because, you know, for them it's in their backyard. They think that's normal for every kid. But <laughs> it is important for the survival of the planet. So we're creating schools down there and uh, education and providing them with boats. And it's an amazing organization. I so uh, I think there's going to be some information about us here um, backstage. Your, your husband's and nickname is Amazon John. Amazon John. How often did that, in, in wooing you, how, did that help him? That his, he had a really cool nickname in suggesting you? Amazon John. We were friends for 15 years before um, we fell in love. And that was really lovely because... I had admired him and what he was doing with the rainforest and using his products. His products are incredible. And he has a new drink called Zamu that is um, made from a fruit from the Amazon called the Camu Berry, which is the highest vitamin C um, fruit in the world and the planet and full of amazing other things. Anyway, that has been um, just the joy of my life to meet him and we saw Maddie and I in, in the rainforest and got married there. Zamu, like most stuff that's good for you doesn't taste good. So the oh, Zamu tastes, tastes good? really good. That's the good thing about it, and it's certified organic as well. And it has mango and pineapple and cinnamon and chocolate. Oh, it's amazing! It's an amazing drink. Now, last year, uh, EMI put out the uh, Olivia Newton-John and Friends album, a celebration in song. Yes. And you reunited with Sir Cliff Richard. Yes. For a song, "Find a Little Faith," and my friend Steve here, one of his favorite songs by you is "Suddenly." Your, yes. your duet with uh, Mr. Richard. And Steve has, sings it like once a day at work. <laughs> it's really annoying. Even though I adore you, it's really annoying hearing that all the time. That Tell is a beautiful song. Suddenly um, is one of my favorite songs. In fact, I used to sing it. I sang it on my last tour, but the, the, the wonderful singer who usually sings with me couldn't come on this tour. So I'm not doing Suddenly. I'm so sad. Oh, that man, forget it. But I'm doing so many other ones. Mention some other ones. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Twist of Fate. God, you like all the rock and roll, don't you? We do. <laughs> Um, Sorted Lives. Now, we heard about that. Is it true? It? I'm going to do some new songs off that. Sorted Lives. Is it true you played a lesbian ex-con? Yes. Or did I just dream that? <laughs> it was, no, it's true, and it was a lot of fun. 
So, so without the singer on this tour, does that mean fewer duets? Or I mean, I mean, it's not Olivia Newton-John without some great duets. Yeah, there are there are some duets because my one of my other singers is singing with me. But um, Stevie, who did suddenly, now I'm going to have to talk to my band when I get there today and say, can you believe what they mentioned? The, the two songs I'm not <laughs> doing, or the three. So I'm going to have to revise it all now. <laughs> hey, Olivia, real quick, uh, one of my favorite duets uh, that you, you've done is The Best of Me. You did it with David Foster. Oh, you know, it's interesting. The other night, um, Lisa Gibbons and I hosted a, an Oscar party with David Foster. And um, I tried to get him to sing it with me, and he wouldn't do it. Why it's not? It's a gorgeous song, isn't it? It's absolutely beautiful, yeah. I, I love that song. It's great. No I'm curious, Olivia, how many, uh, you, you probably have men come up to you all the time and say that you are their first crush, right? <laughs> and current crush, probably. But do you have a lot of girls come up as well and say, and women are like, oh my gosh, I, I dress like you. Uh, yes, I do, actually. How do you, how do you receive that? Is that a oh, it's, I find it a compliment. Yeah? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, uh, you know, High School Musical is big in my house. I have two daughters. And, um, of course, there have been a lot of comparisons made, High School Musical and Grease. Yes. All right, so who is cuter, a young John Travolta as Danny or Zac Efron as Troy? Oh, oh of course, John Travolta. <laughs> I, I actually don't really, I'm not really familiar with Zac Efron. I'm sure he's really cute, but... <laughs> You know, when you, when you look at when you look at films throughout the years and people talk about on screen on screen chemistry, it, it always comes back to Greece. It always comes back to, to you and John Travolta as that, that couple that really defined it for our generation. I mean, did you sense that, too, when you were with him? Yeah, we, we did have a great chemistry. And um, that was actually when they first asked me to do the movie, I had just made a film that was a bit of a disaster called Tomorrow. And I just had my first hit record or second hit record in America, and I was really scared of doing a movie in case it was a bad one. So I actually asked for a screen test. I said, I want to do a screen test with you, whoever you're thinking of for Danny, and I want to see it, and then I'll decide. <laughs> and we had great chemistry from, you know, even from when we met. And um, so I, I was happy to do it. I was all of 29, can you believe? And I was worried about being too old. But you weren't even the oldest person on set because wasn't... No, no, there were others older. Uh, Rizzo. Uh -huh. Stockard Channing. Was older. So I think she was 35, mm -hmm. trying to play a high schooler. Um, so young now, looking back, that's so young. But at the time, <laughs> it seemed so far away. It's so funny. It, it, ruined, it ruined high school movies forever for me because in my mind now, high school women always look like they're in their mid-20s. <laughs> That's funny. And from then on, I only dated women in hot pants, so that totally <laughs> ruined me too. So, so what's in the future? What uh, do you have a new project? Do you have a a, a new uh, recording project on the horizon? I'm going to do something next year. This year, I'm pretty busy with um, working with my husband with the Amazon Herb Company and with Zamu and his products. And we're just newly married, and we're getting a new home together in Florida. And Florida, um, enjoy. Yeah, I've moved to Florida. Tampa Bay, Olivia? No, not Tampa. No, ah. the other side, Jupiter. Oh, good. Yeah, it's really lovely. And um, so I'm, I'm kind of involved with that and involved with fundraising for my hospital. And I have a spa in Australia called Gaia that has won all kinds of Condé Nast awards. It's really wonderful. So I'll spend, try and get spend some time in Australia out there. And um, my live aid and everything. It seems, it's interesting because everything in my life seems to be going towards health and fitness and um, healing. 
which is where my life is, which is a great place to be. Well, this is a good time for that, isn't it? Yeah. Well, we really appreciate you joining us today. Uh, good luck on the tour. We can't wait to see you uh, March 3rd. We're hoping to sneak backstage and get a hug. Yeah, well, thank you. Yes, I hope you do come back. That'd be lovely. So there she is, Olivia Newton-John. Man, I'm just... I can't stop was smiling. I hyper? Was I really hyper? Yeah, you're a little hyper. Was I too flirty with her? <laughs> uh, that part at the very end where she wrote that, where you wrote down her phone number, <laughs> probably not good. Did you uh, see she agreed to hug me, though, backstage? Or, I, hug us! <laughs> it was a collective hug. I don't know. I'm going to stab one you with a pen. I really am. <laughs> well, she was great. And hearing that voice again, really, it was like, I was like eight years old and granimals. Let me ask you something, though. Is it okay for us still to have a crush on a 60-year-old woman? Well, first of all, you're 57, (laughs) and we just talked to the woman, so I'm going to say yes. I'm crushing hard, like never before. Yeah, I mean, I have seen the latest publicity photos of her, and it's just, she's stunning. She's She's timeless. I just want to set up uh, these little album covers around me and stare at her. Instead of all the stuffed animals that stare at you now? pretend that I'm Amazon Sean. (laughs) Come join me in my jungle hut. <laughs> no, uh, Olivia Newton-John was great and uh, and very graceful, and really, it was awesome. I'm a little disappointed we won't hear a couple of my favorite songs from the '80s. Twist of Fate suddenly not going to be in there. All right, you know what? Play suddenly now. Can I uh, sing go. along? Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> All right, it's a lovely song. Yeah. That's ingrained in my DNA as well. I'm just jealous that Cliff Richard gets to cozy up to ONJ. I really, oh man, weren't you dying to call her ONJ just to try it out? You know why? A little test drive because she did it. Did she, she really? Said, yeah, she said ONJ. But I just wanted to be like, so ONJ, <laughs> tell me. You know, it's the funny. Hot pants. Do you still <laughs> own them? Oh, uh, you should have asked that. Yeah. I need Don't more time. There's not the, enough time in the life. Worst, the worst part of doing any interview on this podcast is that we finish up, and then Daly and I sit here, you know, we're a sweaty mess. Oh, I, I was I like... I mean, you've got your Kaniki hair shaved this week, <laughs> so you're not, you're not quite as bad. You don't have... I got cheese. Does Kaniki get a song? Grease Lightning, I guess. But, um, you, you know, we're a sweaty mess, and then we sit here, and we're going to beat ourselves up for the rest of the day over the questions we didn't ask, you know? And it, it happens every time. I need to calm down. Can we do some segments so I can calm down? Yes. I can't stop sweating. Yeah, you're really bad. You're just soaked. Oh, God. We need official Stuck in the 80s towels. <laughs> hey, that's possible. We have the Stuck in the 80s thongs that nobody has <laughs> bought yet. Nobody. Not a single person. Dag Shield wouldn't even buy one for his lovely Leslie. He'd coat her in Funyuns. Right. But he wouldn't put on a Stuck in the I've 80s I've seen thong. photos of her wearing would, nothing. Would they think that we had worn them? Yeah. Pre-worn by your favorite Stuck in the 80s stars. <laughs> yes. It couldn't have fit around my ankle. Uh, today we have a piece of mail from Tor Hansen. Tor Hansen from Rohnert Park, California. Can we stop right here and say that that's probably the coolest name we've had on since Dag Shields? Here's a little Sean Daly trivia. You ready? Yeah. My host brother, when I was in Norway, Trina's brother, Mama No, his name was Tor. So Tor could be Swedish. Or Norwegian. Norwegian. Come on. Have you been listening to anything I've said in the last 157 <laughs> podcasts? You know what's really amazing to me? Are you, you tell me I zone out. How the hell did you get that number right? What? 157. That's the actual number. Maybe I've been paying attention more than I let on. 
today's piece of mail, which you have called the greatest um, uh, reader mailbag ever, correct? Yep. You love this letter. I do. Damn you guys. I just had my 20th high school reunion in October, and the night was awash in a special brand of nostalgia that left me lamenting every year since I graduated. We drank, took holiday snaps of one another's naughty bits, and embellished tales of yore to near felonious degrees. It's a good start, huh? Yeah, very very poetic. You get the feeling it's all going to go south real soon. <laughs> that never happens in reader mail. Well, I was finally outrunning the glow of my halcyon days, revisited, and then I fall face first into your, your refulgently regressive reverie of a podcast. Now my wife is calling around trying to find someone to repair the flux capacitor. I can't get Age of Consent by New Order out of my head. And after rewatching Dream a Little Dream, I have been considering throwing myself into financial ruin to try and win Meredith Salinger's affections. In case it isn't clear, I consider this to be your fault. Your podcast is irresponsibly entertaining. A condition that is only exacerbated by the occasional appearance of Vegas Girlfriend and her knee-buckling vocal timbre. If it weren't for your intermittent bouts of insanity, Pink Floyd overrated balls. I would have already disappeared into my own soft memory, where I sit eternally on the cliffs of Dirtledore and shout at the waves with Kurt Smith and Roland Orthobel. Stop ruining my present with my preferred past, Tor Hansen. Ronert Park, California. Do you know what Dirtledore is? I don't. Really? I don't. And you're a giant nerd. <laughs> Thanks. It must be a Tears for Fears reference, yes? I didn't like Tears for Fears. You know, I can't. I, I still lament the breakup of uh, when they were with uh, Naked Eyes. This fractured you lament. I Why love me laments? some Naked Eyes. It's a good piece of mail. Nice alliteration. A man after my own heart. Yeah, that might be the single most well-composed email we have ever received. Required zero editing. None. Refulgently regressive reverie. Man, that makes my nips hard. <laughs> I know. Get him to start writing my blog. This is a great it. show. ONJ, I want more good mail. How can I get more good mail, Steve? You can't unless you uh, email us at stuckinthe80s at tampabay.com. Good grammar, always appreciated. What's happening, hot stuff? Ah, by the sound of the gong, it must be time for mystery movie moment. My favorite alliteration ever. It's not better than refulgently regressive reverie. Or hysterically historical happenings. <laughs> oh, God! <laughs> I'm not going to let it go. Hey, it's a segment where I play a piece of a movie from the 80s. And if you can name it, what are the prizes for this week? Hmm... I think no more Mad Balls. Mad Balls are gone. I ate the last bag of Funyuns. Yeah. Which didn't taste too good, did it? Did it? it was stale. We give away Olivia Newton-John's new CD. That's How about good. that? She looks beautiful. She Look looks at those blue eyes. Ugh. I should have ta- asked her a question about her blue eyes and what they do to me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you should have asked Click. that at all. Hello? ONJ? Where'd you go? Um, all right. Play last week's mystery movie moment. Pay attention. Here it is. Okay, we got uh, two wild cherry slush buckets. Mega for you and colossal for uh, Goldilocks over here. Sean Daly, last chance for a guess. I love that movie. That is Hiding Out, correct? It is. Very good. I finally got one. John Cryer, only because it's John Cryer. No, and Annabeth Gish. Oh, Next yeah. week's interview. You know, we were chided. I'm saying it, hoping it'll happen. We were chided via email for, uh, for um, using this as a movie clip because they were saying... It's not right that a grown man should have a romantic attachment to a high schooler. It's not. 
I know. I just I was like, wow, it's news to me. I got to call my lawyer. But um, I'm like, it's Annabeth Gish. Annabeth Gish. Who would you rather sleep with? Annabeth Gish from Hiding Out or Annabeth Gish from Mystic Pizza? Yeah. <laughs> Try that one on for size. I didn't see the, uh, um, Mystic Pizza. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, sorry. No one won that, though. I was the only person who got Hiding no, Out correct. No, a couple of people got it right, including someone by the name of Red Letter Boxer. That's a made-up name. You think? <laughs> and uh, Katie of Santa Monica, California, who did ask for a Care Bear t-shirt, so I sent her Ooh, one. Ooh, I love Santa Monica. Let's do a show from Santa Monica. Katie would be well served to actually send us a photo of her wearing the Care Bear t-shirt. Really? She didn't promise, but I'm just saying, she yeah. would be well served. She would. If she does, I promise she will get the uh, Olivia Newton-John CD. How about that? Katie. Come on, Katie. Pay attention. Here's this week's mystery clip. Okay, Sean, you never get these right, but I have a feeling this... That is obviously the great ONJ in Two of a Kind. You have to get her out of your system, my friend. I can't. I'm in love. Are you gonna Suddenly, go? You gonna go with me to the show? Is it okay if we went? Is it gonna be okay if we're sitting there together at an ONJ concert? I mean, me and you. I mean, we're we're a couple. And nothing but stuck in the '80s thongs. <laughs> Could you sign this? No, not the back. Is that gonna be okay though? How's that gonna play out? What is that weird? Are you are you trying to infer that we'd look like maybe we were? Living together, <laughs> dating. <sighs> All right, go on. Anything move on. for that hug. I'm going for the hug. If you know it, email us at stuckinities at tempe.com because Owen J would love to call you. Pretty romantic. Ah, the mystical refrain of Name That 80s Tune. Hey, signature event here at the podcast. Time to play a snippet of a song from the 80s. And if you can get it right, Oh, I'd still love to give away those Care Bear t-shirts. They're very nice. Um, what else can we give away? I know what we can give away. Tell me. Fresh from Sean's mailbox today, it's Rod Stort's Storyteller Revisited. <laughs> something like that. This is his unplugged show, uh, I should say. It's really not mm, good. Record low amount of entries in this week's uh, Name the 80s tune. I got so much crap. You thought sitting next to me you'd get a bounty of good CDs. I've given you nothing. No, you gave me a bunch of... Um, oh, New Order. New Order. Yeah. And uh, what else did you give me that was really good? I offered you those U2 reissues. I got like 80 U2 reissues. Nobody wants them. That's not true. You never offered those to me. Maybe Katie in Santa Monica wants them. I can I got it now. I heard that this week's Name That 80s Tune was highly controversial, Steve. It Is that was. true? It was. Pay attention and find out why. That, of course, is Devo with Satisfaction. Some of the winners include Andrea Brandt, Alexandra in Switzerland, who would actually like a Care Bear t-shirt if, I would, if I'm willing to uh, foot the postage to send a t-shirt to Switzerland. We'll see. Jeff in Jacksonville, my old hometown. Abe Froman in Arizona. Matthew Katz. Ian in Baltimore. Luke from Salem, Oregon. 
Greg Blouch of Ohio, Dave from Minnesota, Donald Good Leach, Lord, there's a lot of Joe people. Bellinger, and Dr. Dim. Dr. Dim never has anything positive to say. And he doesn't this week either, for he writes to me saying, For shame, Steve. Ooh. How could you let this happen? The mystery tune is Satisfaction by Devo. It was on their first album. Question, are we not men? Answer, we are Devo. A great album, but released in 1978. You didn't. That song ain't from the 80s. Now I want a mad ball and an apology to the 80s nation for this amateurish slip-up. Wow, brutal. You screwed <sighs> up, though. Eh, you for some reason, to be chastised. For some reason in my head, I, I thought it was an 80s song. It's not the first time I've done this. I think I did a car song from 1979 one time. But it doesn't matter. Of Doc- course it'd be Dim who jumped on your yeah, ass. Yeah, Dim, Dim's like that. Dim got his mad ball. He got the last of the mad balls. They're gone, thankfully. And uh, so anyone else who wants to jump on my case, all I've got for you is Care Bear t-shirts and a Rod Stewart CD. <laughs> Pay attention. Here's this week's mystery tune. Sean Daly actually looks like he might know so the answer. so easy. It's the Grease Mega Mix. Get her out I of your chills. head. They multiply, blah, 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 blah. It's better than like hooked. Wouldn't it be better than hooked on grease? Oh, God. Stars on 45 does grease. If you know it, email us at stuckinnews at tempe.com. Because Sean Daly, his mission in life, one more time to call you ONJ. So there we go. Well, I don't want this show to end. I don't either. Can All we right, just... I'm going to ask you a question now. Okay. Best interview we've ever done? <clears throat> uh, Where would you rank this in Stuck in the 80s interviews? I know what you're going to say is number one. It's Brian number Johnson. One. Yeah, Brian Johnson. Number one. Uh, Martha Quinn's probably number two. I remember getting along with Quinn. Uh, we had a really, really good time. It was flirtatious and fun and loose, elastic and all that. But I don't know if I'd put it up past O&J and Brian Johnson. O&J was great because uh, you were playful with her, and every time you were, I was wincing in here going, oh, God, she's going to shut you down. What? I didn't get anything that bad. And, and hot yet, pants And line. she just laughed and giggled and, and then made us even love her more. Um, you know, Deb, we always forget Deborah Gibson. God, look at these blue eyes on Olivia. Jesus. You know what's going to happen on next Tuesday? We're going to walk Man. in. We're going to be over there in Ruth Eckerd. We're going to we'll be backstage hanging with our peeps. And she's going to walk in the room and we're going to be like, like, <laughs> like Scooby or something like that. It's yeah. going to be sad. We're not going to be able to compose a thought. Mouths will turn dry. I feel good. I feel good inside. Really? You want to yeah. go back to my desk and uh, play a little <laughs> bit more suddenly? Yeah, I do. <laughs> okay, we'll do that. In the meantime, Sean Daly, myself, Olivia Newton-John, everybody, let's all stay stuck in the 80s. Stuck in the 80s is produced by the St. Petersburg Times and TampaBay.com. Special thanks to Check Battery Daily for providing music for the credits. Read the blog at blogs.tampabay.com and remember to subscribe to the podcast at iTunes.